Hi everyone, my name is Darren Griffith and you're very welcome to the 13th episode of the Lusk Athletic Club podcast. Thanks as always for listening. We're really delighted as recently we've had fantastic feedback on the podcast, even to the extent that a few of our Lusk AC marathon runners were congratulated on the club podcast mid-marathon. That really spurs us on to keep trying to produce good quality club-based content. We also had really high download numbers for our last episode, so thanks again to Kira Losty and Elaine McGowan and all the contributors to our 13 episodes to date. We really do rely on you, the listener, to help us grow the podcast, so please do like, share, follow and subscribe. So we're thrilled today to have three Lusk AC club members to join us for our Dublin City Marathon 2023 debrief. Next up, Julie's interview with Una, Karen and Helen. We had a superb turnout from Lusk Athletic Club at Dublin City Marathon this year. And I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by three amazing Lusk AC female athletes who successfully completed the marathon just a mere three days ago. I can also just say that they all walked in looking very fresh and lively as they came in the door. Um, so first, let me tell you a bit more about my three guests. So I'm joined by Una Gaines, who is the Lusk AC ladies road running captain. She was actually on our first podcast, uh, if you remember her. And and amazingly, she was the first lady home in her age category, winning the gold medal in a very impressive time of 3.16. Secondly, we have Karen Green, who successfully achieved her ambitious target of going sub 3.30. And last, but by no means least, we are joined by Helen McKean, one of our first time marathon runners who ran a fantastic first marathon coming in at four hours and 40 minutes. So ladies, what an inspiring bunch you are. And you're all very welcome on our, po our podcast. Um, so, <laughs> so um, Una, I'm going to start, come to you first and just find out a little bit about um, yourself, how many marathons you'd run prior to, to winning this amazing achievement. So the amazing, well, it was amazing achievement. It was, I was the seventh lady home. Oh, okay. I was, yeah. uh, it was, I had the first Dublin lady. Oh, brilliant. Now, come on. That's, <laughs> you're being very modest here. <laughs> there would have been a lot of Dublin ladies running. It's probably three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Probably more like 300. <laughs> um, so, yeah, an amazing achievement. Um, and how many had you run prior to? I, the, to so this that? was my fifth, um, fourth Dublin and then Belfast um, in the middle of, of the five. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And so tell us a bit about your kind of prep and, your, you know, how you trained for this. So we did an 18 week uh, training plan this year. So previous years we had done 20 and we thought that was a little bit um, too much so we did 18 weeks and I think we got the balance right this year mm. um, it was about five runs a week um, but Cathy and I were, were mentors for our group we, we call ourselves the 330 group um, and we would kind of go through the plan beforehand ourselves and, and see what, what you know we, we have a plan but what would work for our group and what didn't work um, yeah. and we would make sure that there was three key runs that everybody tried to get every week and if they can get a fourth run in that's a bonus and if they and a fifth run in that's an extra bonus so that was um how we planned and a, a mixture of sessions you know obviously the the, the key the long run session every week and yeah. um, your, your two speed sessions and then uh, so slower just to build up the mileage every week so were you also training with Karen yep you were <laughs> you're training together yeah. Yeah. yeah and 316 I'm assuming that's a PB yeah by a long shot yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> by five and a half minutes yeah brilliant yeah. 
Yeah. And was that something that you had planned? No, absolutely not. I was kind of go, aiming sort of, I, I had hoped maybe if I got a PB, but I wasn't putting myself under that pressure. Um, I couldn't even work out. I had to go underwards and under the blue carpet and, and finish it and look at my watch. And I, I kept looking at my watch because I had no idea I had come in at that time. I knew I was doing okay. And I knew I was kind of, I, I, I knew I, I couldn't, my GPS kept going all over the place. So I was finding it difficult to kind of figure out what pace I was doing. But I knew yeah. I was doing a better pace than I anticipated. But I couldn't calculate in my head what it might work out as. So I was trying to go, am I doing 341, 342? And so I just gave up trying. And then I was completely shocked when I got in when, when yeah. you got in yeah yeah, yeah. brilliant uh, and uh, any kind of cross training that you did yeah we so so we have the um we have the gym now in in uh, Los C, which is that's the only difference I'd say between my training last year and this year okay I'd say my my you know a quick looking back I'd say it was very similar speeds and very similar everything between last year's training and this year's training um but what we did do we we trained all year round in the gym, which I hadn't done before. So by the time we got to marathon training, I had a really good base. So I had to pull back to just one day because, you know, life and family and I couldn't get, fit everything in. Yeah. Uh, so I kept up the one day a week and one day and one day evening with, with our training group. And we have amazing um, coach there. Uh, can I say his name? Because everyone will yeah. <laughs> Pat Whelan, he's brilliant. Um, and he would put, a, we, we'd do circuit training once or twice a week there with him. And he had his boxing and everything. And like, it took me about six months before I could do a push-up. Like, yeah. I mean, my, my upper body was, um, was, wasn't great. And yeah. that, I could really feel that on the run this year. Whereas before, last year, I, my head was falling off. I was trying to hold it up last year. Yeah. Whereas it, I was still kind of, I could feel my head towards the end, but it, I, I felt much stronger yeah. um, in my in my body this year than, than it would. And I completely put that down to the, the, the strength, to the strength and, conditioning. and conditioning yeah. at the OTC. Mm. Brilliant. All right, I'm going to move over to Karen now. Um, so tell us a bit about yourself and your kind of marathon experiences, how many times you've ran the marathon before, etc. So this was marathon number three for me. So three successive marathons in a row. Um, Belfast. Dublin and Dublin and I suppose for anybody that uh, ran Dublin last year they'll know it a bit of a bone to pick with this uh, with, with Dublin this year I suppose it didn't yeah. go, quite go my way last year but I, I'm delighted I rectified that this year yeah so what happened last year tell us what I, to be honest I don't know I, I either like I mean what it felt like was I, I hit the wall I had yeah. never you know I'd heard of that term before mm. I'd never experienced it before but I think that was the wall and I don't want to hit it again. Like yeah. I mean, when it happened, it really happened and I couldn't kind of, you know, get over it or pull myself back yeah. from it. So I suppose I'd kind of got the weak legs and happened very much at the end of the, 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 the marathon. So, you know, when all of the training and, you know, the hard work that you put in, I suppose it was a real kind of disappointment. But yeah, I went out determined this year. Like, and, you know, I don't know whether I, I you know, I probably approached it differently. I certainly, um, you know, tried to fuel myself differently this year yeah. in advance. But um, yeah, thrilled with, with how it went. And for the fueling, then that's interesting what did you do differently then 
Yeah, like I mean, so I think, you know, uh, probably, you know, us ladies are a little bit different than men in terms of we're probably always a little bit conscious of the carbs that we, we mm. eat and um, particularly, you know, in our, our kind of everyday lives. But certainly for the few days before the marathon this year, I, I ate and ate and ate yeah. carbs. And when I couldn't um, eat them, I drank them, yeah. you know, which <laughs> yeah. I didn't do last year. And I was just really conscious. Mm. I don't think I did anything different with my gels. You know, I had my kind of, you know, gels planned for, you know, every six yeah. or seven kilometers but definitely the, the the carb loading this year you know yeah totally like yeah but it's tough I, to eat yeah, that it much is, carbs it is it? but definitely drinking them for me so I was having yeah. kind of my high five carb drinks um, yeah. and you know that's the only thing I can think of, of of differently maybe a bit of a different mindset because yeah you know you're, you're, you're aware that that can happen you know yeah. and I, I didn't want that to happen I really wanted to you know this to be kind of less pressure and enjoy it just yeah. enjoy it yeah and did you do the strength and conditioning as well yeah so everything una was my and and kathy were my mentors in the 330 group so everything mm. una told me to do i did <laughs> <Yeah>. religiously <laughs> religiously yeah. um probably wasn't as disciplined towards in the last few weeks just i suppose life work um pressures with the strength and conditioning you know i i ended up letting it, it, it slip for the last few weeks but kind of most of the the year Breath i had been I, i'd been doing the sessions and you know, like una said definitely could feel that yeah. you know just in terms of posture mm. in terms of mm. you know just your core being able to, to hold yourself upright for as long as yeah, you can. Yeah. And is that not what you're meant to do anyway? You know, the strength conditioning is more important in the first sort of three quarters of the training and then it's upping the mileage really. Is that yeah, not the yeah. kind of the best way or do you keep did you keep going with the Well I did. Training? I kept going for one day a week. Um and so did you. We all did. Yeah. And and it, yeah. it definitely helped. Um and even I think we suggested that to to the group as well that if you you know it's fine only to do four runs a week and, and change and do a fifth strength and conditioning because everybody has busy lives and family. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, it, you know, the cross training is, is, is really good and it's really important and it does work. Um, so you don't have to be just running and pounding the ground the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, one of the other things I suppose I did this year, I, I, I think I was probably a little bit of a slave to the plan. Um, last year it was, you know, it was longer. So I think over the three marathons, I've done a 24 week plan, a 20 week plan and an 18 and 18 was definitely right for me. Okay. And also last year I did five days running a week. This year I did four days. Wow. I just felt like, you know, replacing a run with the likes of the strength and conditioning or I was quite disciplined with with kind of stretching and Pilates and that in the morning yeah. that just worked f- for me just kind of taking the pressure back a little bit I suppose being conscious that you have other you know work and and, and life pressures and, and and just allowing yourself to 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 run well for those four days and and, and not be beating yourself up for, for for the day that you think you're missing yeah yeah and did either of you have any sort of niggles did you stay injury free throughout the whole thing oh we have Loads of niggles. Right? <laughs> I'm in the F I forty five group, you're always gonna have niggles. <laughs> yeah, you're always gonna have niggles. Yeah. yeah. But nothing that stopped you from no, one one of the things I suppose that I, I've done for the last couple of years is is attend um, one of the a physical therapist in 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 Lusk there, Alan. Yeah. Um, and I just do that regularly for you know a little bit of needlework, a little bit of kind of massage, and definitely you know even doing that over the winter, a bit of maintenance you know has I think has kept me fairly needle free. You're always going to have the the little kind of you know um, areas, but never anything that stops me running. Yeah. So I suppose I've been fortunate like that. Yeah. Yeah. I I I'd kept needling up all the time so I, I got yeah. that done you know at least once a month and I think yeah. that made a huge difference yeah. yeah yeah all right so moving on to Helen so you're slightly the odd one out and this was your first yeah. marathon so tell us a bit about what inspired you to to run it this year 
Yeah, I suppose I I was always, you know, saying, oh, I'll never be able to do that, you know. I'll never be able to run a marathon. And I ran my first half marathon in 2019. Yeah. Um, it was a rash decision. Um, and I trained very sporadically. Um, but I got through it and I did enjoy it. But then I kind of, I, I kind of fell off the wagon and I didn't yeah. run for months for some yeah. reason. And then I, I was coming back to the club sporadically, as I said. Yeah. Um, and then COVID obviously hit. And um, I think it was... Uh, when Nicola asked if anyone would do the Fit for Life mentoring, yeah. and um, I said, yeah, I didn't realise I was actually going to be a mentor, but <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. I I really enjoyed that whole process. Yeah, and I think, you know, I was really inspired by the people that were in that group at that particular time, and I suppose it just got me thinking about my capabilities, yeah. and you know, well, maybe I could you know, set my goals a bit higher. And, yeah. um, and so I thought, feck it. I, you know, I'm just going to see if I can get a place, yeah. first of all. And I got the place and, yeah, and then I just thought, right, let's go for it. Yeah, so, yeah. And how did your training compare to Karen Luna's? So I think I just, once I got the place, I just said, right, I'm just going to say yes to all the races, like the five mile in Rohini. Yeah. The Lusk Four Mile, the Dulik, no, not Dulik, um, Garristown Ten. Yeah. Um, and then at the Garristown Ten, I I think I met up with I hadn't I didn't know them before, but I met with Susanna, yeah. Helen, Sarah Moore. Yeah. That became part of the gang, our group. Yeah. And uh, we all discovered that it was our first marathon, <laughs> and um, and I think we were all really excited yeah. to to know that we were all going to be doing it for the first time together. And um, and we started some kind of subtle training, I'd say. Yeah. April, May time. Yeah. And um, and then just really started to go for it kind of June, June, July. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I took it from there. And you also did cross training as well because you're, you're a yeah. member of the gym. Yes. In Lusk. And yeah, I think, you know, everything Una said... Um, and Karen said, you know, it just, I think it really complements the running yeah. Um, yeah. and the running, I feel for me also complemented that my gym work. So I would have, um, I used to go to the gym quite regularly and then I went two days a week and I tried to get some Pilates in as well. Um, but I, I just felt leaner, stronger. Yeah. I feel like the best I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 48 years old. Yeah. And uh, I've had three kids. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I think the combination of everything has just, you know, made you feel really brilliant. strong. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel on top of the world. Yeah. You know, after, after Sunday. And, yeah. it's, you know, it's, a, it's a, such an amazing feeling. That's a huge achievement. Yeah. It's a huge achievement. Yeah. And you ran so well and you were very consistent. In fact, you had a, you were kind of stronger in your second half. Yeah, I, I just, and I, to be honest, I, I didn't try and get too caught up on the figures. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was pouring with rain at various times. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. And, um, yeah, it, I mean, it was it was tough at times. But then, you know, seeing family, seeing other club members, yeah. it was just it was just what you needed just to give yourself that little lift, I think. Yeah. And, and how did, you know, expectations 
you know, our reality matched the expectations? What were the differences? What were the things that were kind of better? What were the things that were that were worse <laughs> or harder than you thought? Actually, nothing was worse than I thought. I think I had it built up to be harder yeah, in my yeah. head. I think I had this this idea that Heartbreak Hill was going to kill me. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it was fine. And I, I know I'd been reassured by um, other members of the club who said, look, you're used to training around Lusk. You'll be fine. It's grand. But um, I still wasn't, I, I still didn't know quite how I'd feel at mile 22 or whatever it is yeah. um, after, you know, but you know, you just, you get up that hill. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so. There were, I thought there were a lot more hills than, <laughs> yeah. than, than you know, I, I didn't think there were that many hills yeah. until I ran it right. and I thought it was quite hilly actually. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely seemed, and even though we did our recce a couple of weeks ago, um, that the, the one that kind of went up to Walkinstown seemed long, longer. Yeah. Yeah. Than, than when we'd run it um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And just interestingly, how does Dublin... Did you say you both ran Belfast? How does that compare? What's What are the differences to running Belfast versus Dublin? I mean, for me, the, the difference between Dublin and Belfast is just the support, the yeah. sheer level of support in Dublin. Yeah. And there's a lot of parts of Belfast that have fabulous mm. support, mm. but there can be lonely parts of it as well. And that's probably yeah. just it's not your home city, yeah. not, not not you're not in familiar territory, but just that the level, I mean, just, you know, um, place after place after place after place in Dublin, like you're just overwhelmed with yeah. the, mm. the support along the way. And then I suppose we're, we're just so fortunate in a club club like Los KC. Like, I mean, there was just members dotted all over yeah. the place and, you know, helping us out with fueling if that's what we wanted or just the wave, just the nod, run alongside you if that's what you needed. Yeah. Encouragement, you know, just we're, we're, we're so fortunate. So, yeah, just the support for yeah. me. Yeah. Was, I loved was, Belfast. I thought yeah, it was amazing yeah. because it was like we went on a little holiday beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Road, Road trip. <laughs> Road trip. Road trip. Um, <laughs> But you did not have the same level of support. You didn't have, and we weren't, you know, the, the morning of, of I, I loved the morning of Dublin. Yeah. And all of us getting on the, uh, getting on our coach together and you had your, you, the excitement, you know, it's hard to know whether you're excited or nervous. It's kind of the same feeling, isn't it? Yeah. It's all the current. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my nervous, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, no, both, both are great, are, are really good marathons, but yeah. uh, Dublin probably is the winner, I think. Yeah. 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 It was great to see so much support given the weather was yeah. so poor. Yeah. You know, that the crowds were still out there yeah. cheering everybody on. So yeah, that that was that's really nice. And um did do the of you two have a kind of specific race strategy? Did you follow a balloon? Did you you know, did, were you watching your, you know, your watch or your pace? Or? I'm, I'm laughing because I suppose in my work, I'm probably the most strategic person that there is. But in my racing, I haven't a strategic bone in my body. Like I just <laughs> really? haven't. I, 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 you know, I'm really methodical at, um, you know, I'll be, you know, super consistent in terms of pace. Um, you know, I'll have a plan insofar yeah. as I'll start and I'll finish it. But actually, I, I, I've no competitiveness about me. I won't yeah. be able to, you know, kind of have 
have a strategy going in. So um, I suppose for me, I just used all of the the, the talent that we have in the club um, yeah. to, to, to help me with the, the yeah. strategy. So, um, you know, people like Dwayne, who, yeah. you know, is just phenomenal, like the little kind of, you know, talk that he did, you know, beforehand, even though Marathon number three, there was still little tips that I, I picked up from Dwayne that I was like, Grant, I have that banked. Yeah. Um, you know, the likes of Paddy, who is just, you know, the most methodical man on earth. Yeah. Um, you know, Paddy very kindly offered to, because he had done Berlin, to go at our pace. Yeah. And whilst I didn't want to depend on him, um, you know, it was really comforting to know that he was there. He was going to be consistent. Paddy yeah. will do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Um, so so that was fabulous for me. And then, you know, my brother who, you know, and, and, and Mark, who are, you know, sub three marathoners, you know, mm. just break the break it down so yeah. I broke it down into eight five k's and mm-hmm. that was different for me so I yeah. you know I was able to say 5k done second 5k done third 5k done so yeah. just breaking it up into manageable chunks was yeah. you know just made it feel like it, it was manageable you know so I just yeah. pulled everybody else's strategy but had yeah. done for myself yeah, yeah. Well, that is a strategy yeah yeah. Strategy yeah. Is a strategy. yeah yeah I think where we pace where we started as well uh, so lots of us have we could have been in wave one, but we last year we moved back into wave two and, and got ahead of the there was no pacer there. So that was brilliant because you started off and there was no uh, there was no one ahead of us and it was yeah. just great. You had the whole road out in front and you could just kind of gather yourself and and, and there was nothing stopping. But this year the three thirty got ahead of us. Yeah. So that was a bit awkward. It kinda of took a couple of K to kind of get beyond and you were fighting for a little while. Yeah, so I didn't yeah. get beyond we, we, we did <laughs> Well, you did. You came in before him, so uh, so we we made a bit of an error there, but um, yeah. but that was probably. Were you in wave one? Wave wave two. We all what? went together two. in wave okay. two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there was a three thirty pacer right in front of us, but they messed right. up last year and they went out with the wave one mm. last year. So yeah. we had nothing in front of us last year, and it was the best place to be ever. Um, yeah, but uh, but still, it was you know it was it was good fun at the start. Yeah. Yeah. And Helen, what was your, um, you know, did you have a strategy? Did you chunk it out into 10Ks or 5Ks or anything like that? No, I, I, people did ask me, you know, what's your goal? And I said, to finish. Yeah. And, um, and it was, and to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, that, that really was my goal. And, but I did um, have this voice in my head, don't go out too fast. You know, yeah. just, if you've got enough energy, just go for it in the second half. And, yeah. And that's, that's. That was my strategy. I'd, you know, I, I didn't have the thing that you put on your wrist or anything. I yeah. probably wouldn't have been able to read it anyway. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, and in the rain and, you know, there were times I felt like I couldn't even see when the rain was coming at me. But, um, yeah, so that, that was it. It was a fairly basic strategy. Yeah, yeah. Because it was because I wrote a few times on my hand, but then I just started to ignore them. I actually got so confused. When did I take a gel last? Did anyone else? Like, yeah. When am I meant to take another one? Yeah, yeah. But that was little things this year that we, because you're constantly learning. And this year we figured out, you know, we could put your put your gel times on your watch and yeah. your watch will have oh, a little alarm. Yeah. So every yeah. 7K when we were, that In was our, our strategy. Yeah. Um, it would tell you, Eat, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. There's something new. There and strategy for next year. Yeah, yeah your gel, your gel times. And you don't you don't listen to music or anything, do you? When you're no. going around. No. So do you? 
um, when we spoke to Kira Losty uh, mm. in the last episode, she talked about kind of associating, you know, whether kind of how we're feeling and our breathing mm. and your pace and everything, or disassociating where we're kind of, you know, to put our mind on something else. So which did you do to, if you didn't have music on? It, I think it changed at various times. Um, and there was something that my, my sister shared with me um, before the race. And that was when, you know, when the things get tough, it's just the top two inches of your head. You just have to just get through and um, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And yeah. I found the middle section the most challenging, 14 yeah. to 18 yeah. miles. Yeah. And I just just kept kind of repeating that to myself. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think it's because, you know, you've still got like 12 miles to get through and conditions weren't the best. Yeah. Um, but you know, you you just keep moving forward, and yeah, and then it did. It got better. Yeah, it's funny because that middle section. What is it about that middle section? That, you know, is it just the the thought of the next? You've got so much more to, to do. Or? That's where I struggled as well, mm, the yeah. middle section. But when I got to our recce one, when I just got beyond mm, that, that was, and I could not wait till I got to the start of our recce one. And I kept trying to calculate where is it, where is it, where is it. But when I got there, that was the mm. best thing we did, you yeah. know, going out and, mm. and doing that. Um, so we did it for about, from about 25, 25 K from on, yeah. yeah, onto the finish. And, it, was, and it, was, it really worked on the day because you felt, I've done this already. Mm. We're, yeah. we're, we're now almost home. Uh, and suddenly it's nearly 30k because that was my struggle as well. Mm. Same with you, Helen. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you managed to do the record run properly. Did you go on the right route? No, because... we got lost. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we don't talk about that. We, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. You, know, you we, should we, see we the map off. on Strava. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite the route. Because <laughs> there was a lot of places I didn't recognise. <laughs> when we ran on Sunday, I didn't. I was like, we didn't come this way. <laughs> and that's why I think I was surprised with the hills because the, the, whatever recce run we did whatever route we ended up taking it was it, was, it seemed reasonably sort of flat yeah. so i think that's why they were actually doing that recce run and we're you know the club are really good at i suppose bringing all of the different groups together yeah. of the different yeah. times and you know we have the nice breakfast afterwards but i know for the recce run this year i was very much about kind of mindset yeah. and you know locking into where i was how i'm feeling i finished it really strong you know yeah. we, it, it, it was enjoyable and i was able to kind of use that this year as yeah. you know we were here a few weeks ago i was really strong in this and you know smiling and you know just just being kind of present in your own head so it was uh it was definitely beneficial to do oh, it absolutely yeah. and it's really interesting that all three of you have said that you didn't really put yourselves under too much pressure no. for a particular time yeah. do you think that's you know contributes partly to the success that you all had i for, for me i suppose because of my experience last year it was yeah. just far more important to enjoy it this year and I, yeah. I, don't get me wrong i set myself a goal and yeah. I, I really wanted mm -hmm. to, to achieve it um but i was also really clear so Dwayne will always say have your plan a your plan b your plan c last year i had plan a and i, I didn't uh, you know kind of yeah. focus on anything else whereas this year i had my a b and c and you know at, at multiple points throughout the marathon, I was able to say, I'm still on track for A, I'm still on track for B, and I won't need C. 
yeah. you know so like just actually even being able to tell yourself that you know and in the last couple of k when you know I, I one of you know Kathy that that mentored us uh, mentored us she's really good at visualization so yeah. you know every time we did uh, you know one of our training runs she'd say towards the end you know, right you're at RTE okay you're Main Street Bridge like yeah. okay blue carpet yeah. and I can remember this year like I you know I was like right I'm here I'm here just tapping into that now yeah. I think I, at 2k I was like where's the bloody blue carpet yeah. where's the blue carpet where's the blue carpet you know but uh, yeah. it, it like it just things like that visualization and you know tapping into that was 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 really helpful yeah 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 that's brilliant yeah mm. and did you have a plan a b and c yeah but they were much more conservative than when I finished that I I really didn't <clears throat> I didn't I would never have had the confidence in myself to think that I could achieve that yeah um and I'm still kind of questioning if that was really me out there running <laughs> yeah. and maybe there's something wrong with my watch and the trackers um to the point like I woke up the other night and um because that my 10k wasn't tracked so everyone was panicking you know my family going she's she's gone where she is does she pull out or um <clears throat> and I woke up and they said they're taking that medal off you because um because the you, you you weren't in for the ten oh. days, so, uh, so like but, that's my uh, you, you know confidence in myself. Going, yeah. you actually didn't really do it. That's called imposter <laughs> syndrome. Just like total imposter syndrome. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, And so, how did you feel when you find out that you had won the you know, the first Dublin Lady Home? Well, I, I was shocked. You know, my first reaction. No, my reaction was, all the other fast ladies must have been injured. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so I look. I'm still kind of getting you know, my head around it it's it's, uh, it's I just can't believe it really yeah and you get a medal for that <clears throat> don't you I don't know if it's a virtual medal or if there's an actual medal I don't yeah. know I'm just um, I'm just so surprised um, yeah I wasn't none, none, none of this occurred to me I wouldn't you know even when um, when we, we, we all went out to the pub that night and uh, Nicole mentioned it and and I said, like, "What are you talking about? What? What? What do you do?" Um, so it was. I was just really shocked by you know. It's, yeah. It's uh, yeah, but it's lovely. It's really good, and it's yeah. great for the club, and I'm delighted to work. Yeah. Yeah, and any particular kind of highs and lows in the day? You mentioned obviously the support and everything else. What are the things were kind of like you know particular sections of the course? Did you really enjoy, or you know what other aspects of it did you you know were really good this year? Well, I know for when I was. Um, I loved everybody being along, spotted along yeah. everywhere. And yeah. you kind of knew where some people were going to be. And like we always have uh, Nicole and Sheila and, and um, everybody, you know, just before the flyover outside UCD there. So you kind of, you, you have all these little places and you know where your family's going to be. Um, and I, I knew what my family were going to be at, you know, just outside about 800 to go. But after them, uh, the crowd at Mount Street, they, they just seemed to be in a line. And I I felt like I was the only person running. Yeah. Uh, they were all there. And Annie gave me a high five from the first of all. And then they just seemed to be just there for you. And that was that was just magic. I yeah. I, that was quite emotional for me running past them. It was brilliant. Yeah. 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 That got me home. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. And what about yourself, Karen? Any special moments or highlights or interesting moments did you see any interesting, interesting moments um like I mean as I said I don't uh, you know my, my my race strategy is not the best but I just look at average pace I don't look at elapsed time so yeah. at any point I've no idea kind of you know because I just don't put myself under that pressure yeah. when, when I'm running the time is going to be the time but because Paddy had said he was going to you know kind of 
be a bit of a, you know, a pacer. Um, at one point towards the end, he was roaring at me saying, you've only 30 seconds, but yeah. I'm always, you know, in my head he saying, and that. he was roaring at me like, yeah. you've only 30 <laughs> seconds to go. And in my head, I was thinking, he's a few seconds hidden yeah, away yeah. there. We're grand, we're grand. Yeah. Like, but then I thought, no, he's really serious. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I was kind of bunched at that stage, but yeah. I did pick up the pace a little bit. But as Una said, you know, like seeing the likes of Fiona and, you know, Annette and Richie, yeah. like, and just actually having Lusk AC lined along the the, yeah. the, the finish line, you know, yeah. you're, you, I, I got, I, I was able to pick up the pace a little bit, you know, but uh yeah, 20 odd seconds to spare. Didn't even have 30, but uh, thanks, Paddy. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. And Helen, anything, any sort of highlights or interesting moments for you? I think for me, um, the first cheer zone in Castle Knock was yeah. pretty amazing because mm, yeah. obviously yeah. I hadn't experienced yeah. that before. And I was just like, oh, yeah. my God, this is yeah. just fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And and then my best friend was just after it. And um, so she was giving me a cheer. Um, and Milltown was yeah. was really special as well. Yeah. I had family there, yeah. and um, and then Emily with her blue wig, yeah. you know, just kind of yeah. ran a little bit up the hill with us, yeah. with me. And um, so thank you, Emily. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was. And then top of Foster's Avenue, unexpectedly, um, my family appeared as well. Ah, oh, that's uh, lovely. And that just really gave me such a boost. Yeah, because um, I knew. I was literally on the home straight yeah. almost, so. Yeah, yeah. And what did it feel like to see the last, you know, to see the, the carpet and... Oh, yeah, that was just surreal. And I'd, I'd run probably from about the halfway point on my own. Yeah. And um, just as I came over, um, or just past R the RDS, yeah. I heard my name. And yeah. it was Susanna. Yeah. And, um, and we literally went the last mile or so together and that and crossed the line together yeah and that was so special and um yeah because you know it's um I mean it's marathon training is such a team yeah thing for me yeah um but then everyone has to go and run their own marathon yeah, yeah. um and and I did get separated from the group yeah and and I was just like okay you just got to keep going keep going but then to cross the line with someone that you've trained with and spent so many hours, that was just, it was just amazing. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so did you sign up for next year? I am going to sign up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, haven't, I haven't yet. Because um, I'm not entirely sure uh, if, if I would, if I would do it, but I'm going to sign up anyway, just to have the option. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just have but there's to... always a transfer window as well. And, yeah. You know, yeah, so exactly. you, yeah, you just have to, you, you might regret it if you don't. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's why I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of um, recovery or post race, what have you been doing to treat yourselves? Well, we were down in our local Ballybuckle recovery room. Yeah. So we've become big, big fans and he's doing free compression um, for, for everybody at the moment until this week. Yeah. Um, and we did a little 4K run there before we came out. Oh, very um, good. And it's yeah. starting to feel, feel okay now. So, you know, yeah. we'll be raring to go again next week. We have a new plan yeah. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you weaned yourself off the carbs now? Oh, yeah, that's a problem. So we need to do that pretty quickly. <laughs> I will get away with drinking them this week. Yeah. Your podcast was really useful. Because yeah, really, that was another really new good. thing that we hadn't really um, done before. You know, we knew you were supposed to um, carb load, but we thought an extra slice of bread or two, you know, the day before. Not we'll dog do balls of cereal. But our dog balls and, and um, biscuit tins on our arms. And, yeah. um, so maybe we didn't quite 
do what what she had suggested but it definitely possibly helped us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. loading up on, on yeah. all the carbs yeah. be beforehand yeah uh, and any other kind of treats planned any trips away or anything like that or just a nice bottle of wine yeah that the, the nice bottle of wine is gone <laughs> <laughs> we had that all right we were out for a few drinks as a club um afterwards which was really good fun yeah um and yeah just things like massage and yeah. the salt rooms and the compression um, yeah. uh boots um you know they they all just help and ease back to running you know yeah. I, I certainly won't be putting myself under you know huge pre pressure you know enjoyable runs few lions at the weekend will yeah. be nice not yeah. getting up at crazy o'clock to have breakfast before a long run but um I, I i definitely love the structure of 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 a plan so i'll yeah. definitely soon jump into another plan and yeah. you know and, and that's more for the camaraderie and actually and it's like yeah. what you were saying helen i mean you, you go out and you, you sign up to this and then but like we keep saying it's it's not the destination it's the journey mm, isn't yeah. it it's, it's your friends i mean all our long runs are therapy we're kind yeah. of all go through things during the yeah. 18 weeks and and uh, and everyone's having ups and downs and you, you spend so much time with people that you're with with the bigger group and you might get to know somebody that you didn't particularly know very well before and you go god he's lovely guy you know and you get a great yeah. chat with them and and whatever um so it's 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 really and you know your group is only the size of your group but you do it's it's they're all big enough and small enough to kind of get to know a lot of people really well and it's nice yeah, yeah. so you mentioned you're jumping into another plan now so what's that no, plan no, I, was only, I was only winding karen up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what's next on the what's on the ne next on the agenda for you, you, know, I, you think I, I i have no plans yet i'm still kind of getting my head around uh finishing the marathon and doing all that so i i think i, I wouldn't mind doing maybe concentrating on a couple of halves next year yeah um kind of bringing the distance back a little bit just to see um yeah. what, what it's like and maybe not doing a marathon next year um i'd love to try to kind of get a better 5k my 5k isn't great and i'd like to do that um yeah and maybe you know 10 milers or something yeah yeah so there's, there's so okay. much out there there's so many options yeah who knows yeah yeah and what about yourself yeah, well, I've signed up for the Jingle Bells and I did the same last year, but more used it kind of as a bit of a time trial or a, a fitness test to see yeah. because using the, the fitness that you've developed over the marathon, yeah. it's kind of gives you a nice sense of where you're at. But yeah. like Una, definitely need to chip away at my 5k time um, a little bit. So I'll do that. We always tend to do kind of the cross country or the Rohini five mile. That's yeah. always, a, a, you know, kind of a, a good target at the start of the year. And I've, you know, I've, I've definitely a goal with the half marathon as well yeah. um, that I've tried to, to achieve a couple of times. So I'll, I'll, I'll give that another go this year as well. Back up in the hills soon. Back up in the hills, the yeah. Ardgillen Hills yeah. as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll spend Enjoy. a monkey Sunday or two up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about yourself? Yeah, actually, I, I am hoping to maybe do a half um, in the first maybe quarter of the year. I don't know yeah. when, when when there's a good one, so I need to yeah. get yeah. some yeah. advice yeah. on and and the and the Rohini five. I had to miss last year actually because I was away. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's something that I would like, like to, to do. And yeah. and I think I had a real anxiety about races um, yeah. as well before mm -hmm. the marathon. So that was another reason why I was just trying to do as many just mm -hmm. to get over the fear yeah. of you know it having having to like go and do it in a in a yeah. race and um and it does help i think practice does help yeah. kind of get over those mm -hmm. um 
those yeah. anxieties you it is might really have. nerve-wracking isn't it? yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah oh absolutely I yeah think women yeah. are different yeah yeah some women mm. you know we we approach race race a little bit differently i would tend to kind of you know not have a great kind of race head of me either you know yeah. um uh, so that's yeah, we, we just yeah. seem to approach them differently, yeah. but definitely trying to immerse yourself in them and just yeah. getting over that is, is... The more you do yeah, something, the less yeah. sort of nerve-wracking yeah. it is, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because your heart rate does go up yeah. Yeah. and all of that in that environment yeah. and the adrenaline goes yeah. and, yeah, it, it does, it just, it's different to yeah. just running around the, the local area here, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I was going to ask, just out of interest, so, you know, you've both done a few marathons. How do you feel that that kind of impacts on your shorter distance uh, you know, for let's say five k's, does it make you stronger and faster, or do you have to build the speed back up again? Oh, that's a good question because last year you did mm -hmm. a phenomenal five k yeah. after yeah. you weren't happy with your marathon, um, and I felt I I just haven't been doing five k's, and mm. that's why I really would like to challenge myself. Maybe you yeah. know th this year now towards the end of this year, um, but. Uh, I suppose it has, but you, you do slow down. I mean, you're you're doing a different kind of a run. Yeah. So, so you, you, you know, it's not going to be, it's a very different sort of training as well. Yeah. Yeah. But we do keep up the speed sessions. We do. So we do yeah. two, like, I mean, as part of our marathon training, we do the two speed sessions a yeah. week. So even though you mightn't be quite training to the speed of a 5k yeah. for, for your speed sessions. Yeah. Some of them you know, uh, early on in the plan yeah. are 5k yeah. kind of speed yeah. sessions. So, yeah. 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 Okay, that's interesting, yeah. yeah we'll have so. to give that a go, mm. Helen. Yeah, yeah like I mean, the, the Jingle Bells for me last year was my best 5K I've done and I, did, I didn't go out with a target. As I said, it yeah. just went out to say, right, yeah. I'll, I'll do this as a time trial and, and kept looking at my watch to say, did I, did I do that? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I was thrilled with it. So, you yeah. know, I'll go out again this year and see what happens. But like that like a, a bit of a no pressure run yeah. you know because you've 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 had you've had your your as, as Dwayne always tells us target target your marathon your marathon is your race yeah so you know rather yeah. than putting that uh that, that that pressure on like I mean certainly that's what works for me yeah. you know is by by not making it a pressure race and now that you've kind of got got your goal your target time that you wanted in the marathon are you going to go again next year have a new target <laughs> I might. <laughs> I said the week before that uh, no, no, I, I, I won't. But uh, Mark, my partner, wants to do uh, a marathon away next year. Okay, so yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. You know, would I really be happy on the on the sideline uh, yeah. watching on? Um, I'll sign up for Dublin because the FOMO would get the better of me. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll sign up, and yeah. if if you know, uh, I I'll see you know yeah. whether whether I do that or not. But probably an away marathon. And, you know, have you ever, if you were to, you know, run a marathon anywhere in the world, where would be your kind of dream marathon? Well, my brother lives in New York, mm -hmm. so there was pressure from my sister and brother to do Boston. Yeah. Um, and they both run, have run marathons as well. So um, I don't know, maybe we'll get there one day. But, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. And Helen, have you thought about maybe doing one abroad at any point? Yeah, I, I would love to run London. Yeah. But I know it's, you know, it's very hard to get the ballot place and um and it's hard to take a charity place and try and raise money mm -hmm. when yeah. you're not living in yeah the uk yeah so because they're all uk-based charities so yeah unless you pay a lot of money for a package you know yes um it's it's hard hard to get into but one that you'd like to do yeah i think it would be pretty amazing yeah yeah because your sister ran london she got a ballot place twice. Oh. So, oh, oh yeah, she's so. Any tips? 
Someone was looking down on her and saying she deserves it. Yeah, yeah. twice. She, so yeah. she'll be doing it uh, for the second time in April. All right, okay. You can't just pretend that you're her. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she gets injured, which, please God, does not happen. Yeah. Putting that on the record. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she was injured before her. Yeah, she's had a couple of injuries. Yeah, um, but she still ran. Yeah. She still ran, which is great, and she did great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is brilliant. All right, listen, thank you so much, ladies. It was really enjoyable to chat to you. You all did the, the club really proud. And uh, yeah, I'm hopefully, I'm, I know that you'll be an inspiration to many women out here listening. Oh, well done on you, Marthy. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well done, <laughs> I made it in the end. You sure <laughs> did, you more than made it. Yeah, so thanks very much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Really brilliant to hear from our three inspirational Lusk AC female athletes. Thank you all for tuning in. We really appreciate your support and hope you enjoyed the show. I'd like to thank our guests, Una Gaines, Karen Green and Helen McKean. I'd also like to thank the Lusk AC podcast team, Colin Brown, Julie Griffith, Nicole Hodson, Dwayne Moore, Sean Smith, and Colin Wall. Finally, congratulations to all the DCM 2023 participants, and a big thanks to the organizers, the pacers, including, of course, Paddy the Pacer, the volunteers, and the amazing supporters. All the best from Lusk AC.